There was once a magical forest where 32 mermaids, 43 elves, 26 unicorns, and 57 fairies lived. The forest got cursed, and life there got disrupted. The mermaids started living on dry land, forcing the elves to move out. The elves had to move to the territories of the unicorns. The unicorns started to lose their magic powers and needed fairy dust to sustain themselves. So, fairies had to work overtime and were exhausted. There are four spells. One will make elves disappear. The second will make mermaids move to the territories of unicorns instead of elves. The third one will heal the species, but only those with an even number of creatures. The fourth will turn unicorns into fairies. Which one should you use? You should use the third one. The mermaids and unicorns are the species that need to be healed, and both have an even number of creatures. Mrs. Collins has five daughters, Hannah, Elle, Eve, Anna, and Ava. What is special about their names? They all have palindromic names, meaning they're the same when you read them from left to right and from right to left. Adam was traveling around the world when he found himself in a little kingdom. He didn't have a map or the internet. He was just wandering around. Also, he couldn't read any signs because he didn't know the language. Adam walked into a beautiful castle and ran into two girls. It turned out that it was the castle of the royal family, and no one was allowed in there. The girls agreed not to report him, but only if he guessed which one of them was the princess. Can you help him? Look at the wall. There's a painting of the queen and her daughter. She looks exactly like the girl on the right. I bet she's the princess. <laughs> Genevieve is a time traveler, and she got to ancient Greece. The girl was so mesmerized by everything that she forgot to be careful and blend in. So, she was captured and taken to the emperor. He could tell that Genevieve wasn't from his land. So, he started to interrogate her, but didn't believe a single word. Still, he was a nice person, so he gave Genevieve a chance to escape. Yes! There were three young women in front of her. If she guessed which one of them was his daughter, she'd be set free. Can you help Genevieve? Look, this girl has the exact same necklace as the emperor. It must be his daughter. <laughs> People invented the time machine, and now there are criminals traveling in time and disrupting time flow. The time police tried to catch the imposters, and they need your help. Look at this picture. Do you see the time traveler? It's this dude here. Look at his fancy modern haircut. Back in that era, people didn't have barber shops. Yeah. Moving on to the Wild West. Do you see the time traveler here? It must be this person, the one wearing modern sneakers. The next stop is ancient Egypt. Take a very close look and find someone who doesn't belong here.
What is this girl wearing? A tank top and shorts? No, she's not from here. Okay, we have to catch some more. For example, here, do you see anything suspicious? I don't think people had cell phones back then. This is the imposter. Okay, another Stone Age image for you. Who doesn't fit in here? This girl looks like a Stone Ager, but she's reading a book. There were no books back then. Hello. Great, there's just one last time traveler to catch, and they're in the Middle Ages. Look closely and tell me who you think it is. This guy is wearing headphones. Yeah, that's him. Oh my God! Mr. Thompson was in his house reading a newspaper when he heard some noise outside. He walked out and saw that someone had crashed into his car. He asked his neighbors what they'd been doing. Scarlett said that she'd been at home playing video games. Charles said that he'd just come back after a walk with his dog. Tessa said that she'd been gardening behind her house. Hmm. Who lied? It must be Tessa. She doesn't have any gardening tools with her. And she isn't dressed properly for gardening. Serena was having a party in her house, and she invited all her classmates. In the middle of the party, the lights went off for a couple of minutes. When the light came back on, Serena realized that her parents' expensive vase, covered in diamonds, had been stolen. Three people seemed suspicious to her. Tatum said, I was in the bathroom. Quinn said, I didn't steal anything. I didn't even know the vase was so expensive. Dean said, When the lights went off, I fell into the pool, and I was pretty busy getting out. Who lied? Dean, for sure. If he had fallen into the pool, he'd be all wet. But his clothes are completely dry. In a little town, someone stole a bucket of chicken wings from a local store. Three customers were the main suspects. Mr. Cook was interrogated at work. Hello. I was in a rush and just got something for lunch. I didn't steal anything. Mm. Mrs. Bailey was at home making breakfast. I only got some fresh vegetables. My family is vegan. What? Dale, a college student, was in the park studying. I got my sandwich and left. I didn't know anything about the theft. Who lied? Mrs. Bailey. She said her family was vegan, but she has cheese and cow milk on the table. Vegans don't eat any of that. In a parallel universe, it's only allowed to have fun and eat candy. No one studies or does anything useful. Mr. Rellum came back home after shopping with her friends all day and asked her daughters what they'd been doing. Hmm. I was eating popcorn and binge-watching a TV show, said Hannah. I was playing soccer with my friends, said Elle. I was at the beach with some friends, said Ava. Who lied? It must be Hannah. Look, she hasn't even started her popcorn. And there's also a book under her bed. Damn it. Elle's soccer team played six matches in the season. 
They won two, drew two, and lost two. In total, they conceded two goals and scored three. What are the results of all six matches? Every time they lost, they must have conceded at least one goal. They lost two matches and conceded two goals, which means they conceded one goal each time. The scores of these matches must be 0 to 1. We're out of conceded goals, so the scores of the two drawn matches should be 0 to 0. Now, we're only left with three goals and two winning games. So, in one game, they must have won with a score of 1 to 0, and in the other, with a score of 2 to 0. Ava was out partying with her friend all week, so her room is a complete mess now. It's Friday, and she's planning to go on a picnic with her best friend. She needs her bag, her sunglasses, and her cell phone. Can you help her find them? Here they are! Great job! It's Saturday, and Ava still hasn't had time to clean. Now she's heading to her classmate's place for a pool party. She needs her swimsuit, her necklace, and her heels. Can you find them? Yes, they're all here! Ava is getting ready and realizes that a lot of her stuff isn't in the bathroom. She remembers she lent it to Elle. Elle says that the stuff is in her room, which is, of course, also a mess. Can you help Ava find her lipstick, her hairdryer, and her hairbrush? Here they are. Did you find them all? Elle is getting ready for her soccer practice. She needs her football, her sneakers, and her lunchbox. Where are they? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. They're all right here. Hannah returned home after a short walk and immediately noticed that her favorite bracelet was gone. She knew that Ava loved it and that she was getting ready for a party. So she was the main suspect. Hannah ran into Ava in the bathroom and demanded her bracelet back. I was taking a shower while you were gone and then getting dressed without leaving the bathroom. I wouldn't have had any time to take your bracelet. Hannah knew that Ava lied. How? If Ava had really taken a shower, the bathroom mirror would be misted. But look. It's all clear. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. Carol was invited to a Halloween party in an abandoned house. Her friends asked if she was up for a challenge, and she said yes. Soon enough, she was locked inside a room. In this room, there was one door and three light switches next to it. 
Behind the door, there was an empty closet with nothing but a light bulb. Her task was to figure out which switch controlled the light bulb inside the closet. She could flip the switches however she wanted, but once she opened the door, she couldn't touch the switches anymore. Sometime later, she managed to get it right. How did Carol do it? Okay, let's go step by step. She flipped switch number one, then waited for a few minutes. Then she flipped it back to off and immediately flipped switch number two. Then she opened the door and checked the light. It was turned off. So she realized it wasn't switch number two that controlled the light. She decided to touch the bulb to test if it was hot or cold. If the bulb was cold, it would mean that switch number three controlled it. But the bulb was hot. So that meant that switch number one controlled it. Way to go, Carol! To get back to the party, Carol had to solve another riddle. There were two hourglasses in front of her. One hourglass measured seven minutes and the other measured four minutes. She needed to time nine minutes using both hourglasses. How could she do it? First, she turned over both hourglasses at the same time. By the time the four-minute hourglass was done, the other one still had three minutes left. Carol flipped the four-minute hourglass over again. By the time the seven-minute hourglass was empty, there was one minute left on the other hourglass. And by the time the four-minute hourglass emptied again, there was one minute's worth of sand in the bottom half of the seven-minute timer. She flipped it over again, so there was one minute's worth of sand in the top part of the hourglass. And when the seven-minute timer finally emptied again, nine minutes had passed in total. Phew! That took some work. Someone stole a rare diamond from Mrs. Monica Fraser's house. Mrs. Fraser claimed she'd walked into her bedroom one morning and found that the glass box in her dressing room had been broken and the diamond had been gone. She called a detective, who soon arrived at her place and asked some questions. Based on his inquiries, he gathered three suspects. Mrs. Fraser's gardener, Steve, had the key to the house. Her cousin Sophia was staying with her for the week, and the cleaning lady, Adeline, cleaned the house every day. Steve said he was on holiday that week, so he wasn't anywhere near the house when it had happened. Sophia said she didn't even know her cousin had a diamond hidden in her house. And Adeline said that she'd been cleaning the house at around 10 p.m. the previous night. Everything had seemed all right. Who stole the jewelry? It was the cleaning lady. It seems that right after she broke the glass and stole the diamond, she also wiped off the pieces of glass left on the floor. On a cold winter day, Jason woke up after a medical procedure. He was lying in bed when the doctor walked into his room, saying there were three women outside claiming to be his wife. All three of them wanted to see Jason, but only his wife was allowed to do so. Look at the women. Which one do you think is telling the truth? The woman wearing a white shirt is the only one that has a ring on her left finger. 
She's the wife. It was a lazy Sunday morning, and John was having breakfast in the kitchen. Suddenly, he heard glass shattering. He walked into the living room and saw that someone had just broken one of his windows. He was mad and decided to go outside to see if he could find the culprit. There were only three people in the street, so he talked to each of them. The first was one of his neighbor's children. He was coming back from his football practice, holding a ball in his hands. He said he'd been going home at the time of the incident. The second person was Stephen, John's neighbor and longtime friend. He was carrying a toolbox. The man said he decided to come home to fix John's window. The last person was Julio, a mailman. He was riding his bike, throwing newspapers on people's front lawns. He said it had been hours since he passed John's house. Soon enough, John figured out who had done it. How? It was the mailman. If you look at the lawn, the newspaper is lying on the grass beneath the window. He threw the newspaper towards the mailbox, but missed it, and it hit John's window. Whoops. It was a stormy night. Kate and her boyfriend stayed up late watching a soap opera. In the middle of it, there was a weather forecast. The weather lady said it would keep raining for two more days, but in 72 hours, it'd be bright and sunny. Kate turned to her boyfriend and said that the weather lady was wrong, and the girl was right. Why? Because in 72 hours, it will also be nighttime. So it can't possibly be bright and sunny. It was Amelia's dream to go skydiving, but she was afraid of heights. One day, her friend took her to fulfill her dream. Amelia jumped from an airplane without a parachute and didn't get hurt. How is that possible? The plane wasn't flying. It was still on the ground. Duh. Dave, an archaeologist, traveled to Egypt on a very special mission. He spent days excavating ruins hidden under the sand. And the only thing he found was a coin marked 10 BCE. When he showed it to his colleagues, they told him the coin was a fake. Why? Well, because the designation BCE didn't appear until after the beginning of our era. It was raining when Mrs. Moore called the police. She said someone had just bumped into her car and driven away. When the police arrived, the only person next to the place of the incident was a man fixing his tire. Mrs. Moore said that that was the car that had bumped into hers. However, the gentleman said that it couldn't be true because he'd been busy fixing his car the whole time. Can you tell who's lying? It's the guy fixing his car. The rain started just recently. If he'd been fixing his car this whole time, the ground underneath it would be dry. But look, it's wet. This means he's just arrived there and is actually the one responsible for the incident. Four friends decided to meet up for coffee one afternoon. Someone asked which one of them was the oldest, and they answered with a riddle. Mia is three times older than Anna. 
but three years ago, Anna was a year younger than Claudia is now. And Olivia is twice as old as Anna. So can you put the girls into order by age? The correct order is Mia, Olivia, Anna, and Claudia. Here's a quick one. What belongs to you, but others use it more often? Your name. Outside a fancy palace, two sentinels were guarding the main gate. They were standing, looking in different directions, one towards the west and the other towards the east. At some point, one of the sentinels asked the other, What are you smiling about? How could he know that his colleague was smiling? Well, despite the fact that they were looking in different directions, they weren't standing back to back. They were facing each other. Kevin was away on business and had to spend the night in a hotel. After a full day of meetings, he returned to his room to get some rest. He went to bed but couldn't fall asleep. After tossing and turning in bed for hours, he called someone, didn't say a word, and then finally fell asleep. Who did Kevin call? And how could he finally fall asleep? He called the room next door as his neighbor was snoring very loudly. The ringing woke the neighbor up, the snoring stopped, and Kevin managed to doze off. You've just come back from a long vacation. There, you bought a new suitcase to store all the new things you got. But you don't remember the code. Luckily, you left yourself a note on your cell phone to help you decipher the code to open the lock. 682. One digit is right and in its place. 614. One digit is right but in the wrong place. 206. Two digits are right but both are in the wrong place. 768. All digits are wrong. 380. One digit is right, but in the wrong place. What's the three-digit code? Zero, four, two. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. You're at Aaron and Cleo's wedding. Here's Aaron, standing alone. Which of these ladies is his wife-to-be? It's this one. Look, there's her name, Cleo, on her bracelet. Three girls are fighting over a doll. It belongs to one of them, but each of the three says it's hers. Who do you think the real owner of the doll is? It must be this girl. Look, she and the doll have matching outfits. It's Halloween and some people got dressed as ghosts, but there's one real ghost among them. Who do you think it is?
look, this person doesn't cast a shadow. Three friends went camping. Two of them are real people, and one is a robot. Take a closer look at the photo of them and tell me who you think the robot is. It must be this guy. Take a look at the footprints each of them left. This guy's footprints are actually wheel prints, which is not very common for a real human. Amanda and her mom are participating in a game show. It's the final round, and Amanda's task is to figure out which of these two women is her mom. Both women are wearing masks, so Amanda cannot see their faces. Can you help her? Pay attention to the woman's hair color. Amanda is redheaded. This woman has red hair too, so I'd bet it's her mom. In any case, Amanda must know what color her mom's hair is, so she's safe here. Local police got information that their little town had been invaded. Officers started walking around asking for people's ID cards. I'll show them to you one by one, and you must decide who looks suspicious. For example, this one. What's your verdict? Look at this guy's birth year. No, it's definitely not a real ID. Here's another one. What can you say about this lady? Look at her place of residence. It's just the name of some place. There's no mention of a state or country. Nope, this person is suspicious too. The next person is this young lady, and here's her ID card. Do you see anything suspicious? She seems fine to me. I'd let her go. Another one. What about this person? This time, pay attention to this photo. All document photos should have a white background. This one isn't an officially issued ID card, so I'd say he's suspicious. I have the last suspect for you. What do you say? Is there anything we should be concerned about? No, he's okay. Let him go. A rich lady, Mrs. Reed, was looking for a person to clean her house every week. She invited three candidates and asked them why they wanted the job. Amelia said she wanted to earn some money during the summer to travel to another state with her friends. Colton said his mother forced him to do something in the summer so that he didn't play video games all day long. Danica said she was totally broke and needed money to survive. When they left, Mrs. Reed saw that her diamond necklace was missing. She guessed that one of the candidates had stolen it, so she invited them again. Take a look at them and figure out who the thief is. It's Danica. She said she was broke. The last time she was there, she was wearing old clothes. 
But look at her now. She has new clothes, gold earrings, and an iPhone. She must have stolen the necklace and sold it. On a snowy winter day, police got a call that one of the houses in the neighborhood had been robbed. A detective visited people living there, but everyone said that they'd been staying at home because of the weather. Still, the detective understood who was lying. This person became the main suspect. Who is it? It must be the person living in this house. He said he'd been staying at home, but he obviously parked his car after the snow had already built up on the driveway. So, the car was away for a while. Why would he lie? Another day, another crime. Mr. Spencer, a businessman, was robbed. He said he'd had a heavy safe full of cash in his bedroom. Now it was gone, and he was worried that he didn't have any proof that he'd ever possessed it. Still, a detective said that he believed the man and asked for details. How did the detective know the businessman wasn't a liar? Look, there's dents on the floor. Something really heavy was indeed standing there for a long time. There was another robbery in a small town. And the main suspect was Damon, the victim's old friend turned enemy and ex-business partner. The next day, on August 7th, the police paid Damon a visit. He wasn't at home. When they reached him by phone, Damon said he was on vacation in Greece and that he left a week before. The police examined his apartment. When the detective looked around, he realized Damon had left recently. How did he understand it? Look at the calendar on the wall. It says August 6th, which is the day of the crime. If Damon had really left the week before, his calendar would date back to the day when he departed instead of yesterday. In a small town, someone had stolen all the chicken nuggets from a local store. The store owner called the police and they started the investigation. There were three suspects. Mr. Jones said that he'd already been at work at that time. Mr. Collins said that his family was vegan, so he wouldn't be interested in chicken nuggets. Mr. Martin said the police had just woken him up. Who's a liar? The thief is Mr. Collins. He said his family was vegan. But look, they keep chickens. That's suspicious. Someone stole a bike in a small town, and the police were working hard to find it. There were three main suspects, all of them teenagers. Ava said that she'd been out with her friends and had just returned home. Brian said that his mom had made him paint a fence, and that's what he'd been doing. Caleb said he'd been playing with his brother in the garden. Who lied? Brian, look, the fence is red, but the grass next to it doesn't have any stains, so the fence isn't likely to be freshly painted. Aiko and Della were sisters. Aiko was broke. She asked Della to lend her some money, but Della refused. Several minutes later, Della went downstairs, and Aiko noticed there was a $20 bill on Della's desk, so she took it, with an intention to return it one week later. When Della came back and asked where the bill was, Aiko said that a gust of wind had suddenly blown inside and the bill had flown out the window. 
Della didn't believe her and asked her to give the money back. How did Della realize it was a lie? If a gust of wind had blown into the room, nothing would have flown out of the window. It would have been swept from the table to the floor, but not the other way around. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side. Filling the tea Susie went to study for her university exam at a coffee shop. She ordered a white tea and sat down. Ten minutes later, she got up to go to the bathroom. When she returned, her laptop wouldn't turn on and her teacup was empty. Someone had spilled the tea on her computer and cleaned it up. She called the manager, told him what happened, and they came up with three suspects. The barista said he had been swamped and didn't see anything. The supervisor said he was sorry that the milky tea spilled on the computer, and he could see if insurance would cover the cost. The head barista said he was sorry the milky tea spilled on her laptop, and he'd make her another one while they waited for the police to arrive. Immediately, the store manager knew who did it. It was the supervisor. He couldn't have known that the tea had milk in it since it was cleaned up. The only person who remembered the order was the one who prepared it. The missing phone We're at the coffee shop again. This time, Stuart forgot his phone on the table when he left. But once he realized and came back, his phone was gone. He saw a guy running outside the store, and Stuart chased him. When he caught him, Stuart said, I've lost my device. Did you take it by accident? The man replied, I have no idea where your phone is, sir. I was just grabbing coffee. Stuart immediately called the police. Why? Stewart told him he lost his device. That could have been anything from a smartwatch to a camera or something else. The guy couldn't have known it was a phone unless he took it. Where did the baker go? The Cupcakes Den is a local shop that became famous for its tasty, well, you guessed it, cupcakes. On Monday morning, the head baker vanished, and the shop couldn't deliver the 200 cupcakes they had promised for a birthday party. The owner called the police, and they had three suspects in their custody. The helper said he had gone out to buy more frosting, but when he returned, the baker was gone. The waiter said he had been cleaning the shop of the massive mess from making the 200 cupcakes. The manager said he was meeting with a new supplier to get more beef jerky at the shop. The detectives knew who was lying. Can you guess it? It's the manager. Who needs beef jerky at a cupcake shop? Get the last question right. Adam was taking part in a brain teaser TV game show, and he had one last question to answer before winning $50,000. He was tired and decided to call his best friend, Luke, to help him. The host asked, If you could rearrange the order of the letters in this word, A-C-I-P-C-I-F, What does it show? A country, a city, a large mountain, or an ocean? 
Luke answered correctly. Can you? An ocean. If you unscramble the word, it shows Pacific. Where's he hiding? Martin vanished one morning, and his family called the police. Detectives searched everywhere and questioned 15 people, but none of them gave any untruthful answers. His son Jake found a letter from his dad saying, If you love me, you'll find me. He went to his father's office to see if he could find any clues. He was looking around the room and immediately knew where his father was hiding. Can you guess it? On the wall, there's a picture frame with his dad's cabin, and it's got a hand-drawn circle on it. He must be there. Lost in an underwater cave Sarah just got her certificate as a cave diver. She decided to spend her afternoon exploring some dangerous underwater ocean caves. While turning left and right, she got lost. She didn't have enough time to look for her way back and continued swimming further. That was when she came across three openings. Through the first, there were 45 hungry piranhas. Through the second, a great white shark. And through the last one, a giant box jellyfish. Which is the safest path? The first one! Piranhas are freshwater fish. They can't survive in salt water. The van. Susan was outside watering her plants when she noticed three people dressed in black clothing carrying electronic devices from her neighbor's home. She asked them what they were doing, and they said they were from a moving company. Immediately, Susan called the police. Why? There were no license plates on the van, and movers don't only carry electronic equipment, but all sorts of stuff. The Prison Escape One morning, Detective Smith was called into a maximum security prison to discover how three men had managed to escape from their cells. The prisoners could neither see nor talk to each other, but they arranged their escape together. They went to the shower room at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And only one person was allowed in at different periods. How did they manage to communicate and escape? They wrote messages to each other on the bathroom mirrors, used steam to read them, and planned their escape together. Time to go to your room and get some rest. But uh uh-oh, the elevator you entered is a trap. It takes you to the hotel's basement, where three doors appear in front of you. The first door takes you to the Amazon rainforest, with green anacondas, electric eels, and poison dart frogs. The second takes you to the Antarctic circumpolar current, the largest and most potent current globally. The third takes you to the top of Mauna Kea in Hawaii. It's the tallest mountain and largest volcano in the world that goes below sea level. Only one of them takes you to a safe place. Which one? You've got six seconds. Pick the third door. 
Mauna Kea is a dormant volcano, and it stopped erupting hundreds of thousands of years ago. So you're safe. You've made it out of the shady cave and you need to go to your room. As soon as you enter, the lights go off, and you hear bars lowering to the floor and huge chains shaking. You use your arms to navigate around and come across dots on the wooden floor. You run your fingers through them. It's Braille, and it reads, One of the three magic mushrooms on this table will help you leave this place. Pick wisely. Otherwise, you'll be stuck in this dark room forever. The mushrooms on the left will make you super strong and provides healing powers. The one in the middle will bring the electricity back, and you'll be able to see. The one on the right will make you small and invisible. You've got 5 seconds to pick the right mushroom. Turning the lights on won't free you. And becoming invisible doesn't mean you won't bump into walls. The best option is the strength and healing mushroom. You can bang on the walls and bars until you break them. The next day rolls around. You head into the parking lot to pick up your car. But the car seems to be locked. There's a three-digit pin code lock on the passenger side door. On the side of the device, you read a clue. ABC equals 123. On the ground, there's a piece of paper that reads BAD. Use the clue to find pin code numbers. Here are your four seconds. The code is 214. B is the second letter, A is the first, and D is the fourth. Now that you've got your car, time to do some shopping at the mall. You visit a jewelry shop. You discover it has a mysterious extension leading to a room filled with gold coins, diamonds, and other expensive metals. As soon as the owner spots you, he traps you in the room and locks the door. Nice shop. He tells you there's only one way to survive in that dark chamber. You must eat one muffin. If you eat the wrong one, you won't make it. But if you pick the right one, you'll be free to go. The first muffin turns you into moss. The second one turns you into a badger. The third muffin will turn you into a snake. Three seconds. Moss can't survive without the sun for long, and snakes need the sun to regulate their body's temperature. The correct answer is the muffin that turns you into a badger. These creatures spend long periods in the dark. The mayor of the town calls you into his office. He politely ignores the fact that you're now a badger. He says that something mysterious is going on inside one of the town's restaurants. Everyone has turned into a zombie. Only one human is left in the bar, and you must save them. But first, you have to identify them. You're shown a photo with three people. Only one of them is human. You've got three seconds. It's the lady on the right. It looks like the red spot on her shirt came from her hot dog. The lady on the left is missing part of her ear. Now the mayor takes you to the local school. The principal needs to decide which of the students deserves to go to space camp next summer. She picked all the students that got A's on their report cards and gave each of them a bean. 
She said, The person who will return with the tallest bean plant will win the prize. But you can't cheat. All kids came back with large plant pots and bean plants filled with smaller beans. Only one girl returned with a plant pot filled with soil. As soon as the principal saw her pot, he gave her the prize. Why? Here are your three seconds. The teacher gave them cold cooked beans. They couldn't have sprouted unless the students cheated. And these guys all got A's, huh? Makes you wonder. The safe's open. Justin sees a folder with the case he needs to solve next. Mr. White, a rich businessman, disappeared from his bedroom. But he managed to leave a note. It read, the 1st of July, the 4th of January, the 1st of December, the 8th of February. The police questioned the people who were in the house at that time. Judy, Mr. White's wife, said, I'm shocked. My husband was always so careful. Sadly, I don't know anything. I was away staying at my parents. Logan, Mr. White's secretary, told the police he had been working on the report for his boss and hadn't left his study. And Rose, Mr. White's daughter, answered, I was having guests. We didn't leave my room. The case is still unsolved. Can Justin crack it? The one behind Mr. White's disappearance is his wife. The 1st of July means the letter J. The 4th of January, U. The 1st of December, D. And the 8th of February, Y. Altogether, it's Judy. The next day, Justin was questioning Mary, a suspect in a tricky smuggling case. The girl refused to talk. At some moment, she shouted, Right now, I'd drown my phone in this cup filled with coffee, and you'll never find out the truth. But Justin was totally unbothered by her threat. Why? The cup was filled with coffee beans. They would do no harm to the gadget. A shoe shiner was arrested and taken to the police station where Justin worked. The man was shouting he was an honest person. He cleaned people's shoes for free. His clients paid him of their own will. But Justin soon realized which trick the shoe shiner used. The man cleaned one shoe for free. Nobody wanted to look untidy in just one clean shoe, and paid him for shining the other one. Once, Justin's boss called his wife and told her he'd come back home at 8 o'clock. They had no plans for the evening whatsoever. The man was at home almost on time, at 5 minutes past 8. But his wife was furious. The boss was confused. When he came to work the next day, he asked Justin to explain to him why his wife had been so angry. Justin told his boss, Well, your wife expected you to come home at 8 p.m., but you came at 8 in the morning. Justin was sent to patrol the streets. While walking, he saw a weird picture. A man went out of a house with a bucket of water, 
shouted, and poured this water on the sidewalk. It took Justin some time to figure out why he had done it. The man had been planning to wash his car. But while he was away, it got stolen. Once, a bank was robbed. The police suspected that one of the bank's security guards had helped the criminals. And Justin had to question three of them. The first security guard told him he had heard some shouting and rushed there. But by the time he arrived, the criminals had already been gone. The second security guard explained he had been drinking a cup of coffee at that moment and hadn't even heard anything. And the third guard said that he had run after the thieves, but he had to lace his boot. Without a second thought, he crouched near an emergency exit. At that very moment, the door opened and hit him on the head. When he came back, the criminals had been gone. Justin immediately understood which guard was guilty. Who was it? It was the third security guard. All emergency doors open outwards for safety reasons. Justin's next suspect was a young woman. The guy hadn't seen her yet, but he had her photo. When he was looking at this picture, he felt something was wrong, but couldn't figure out what exactly. Then, all of a sudden, it dawned on him. What did Justin realize? The girl was inside the house, but the door was blocked from the outside. How did she get in and out of the house? Through the second floor window? Unlikely. A notorious criminal escaped from a 150-foot tower. Someone had managed to get him a pair of scissors and a rope. Justin found out that the rope was just 75 feet long, and the criminal had cut it in the middle. Now, the future detective needs to understand how it helped the man get away. The criminal indeed cut the rope in the middle, but not across. He made the cut along the rope, tied its two parts together, and got down to the ground without any problems. When you take the hole from me, there's still some left. What am I? Both you and your sister answer wholesome. The man smiles again and lets you go. Now you have to find the exit, and you have no idea where to go. You randomly take turns, and in the end, you get lost in the building's labyrinth. After half an hour of wandering around, you realize that you've been going around in circles. You admit that you're lost and can't find a way out. Suddenly, from each of the three directions before you, a man appears. Each man says he was kidnapped too, but escaped and will show you the exit, while the other two men are guardians and will lead you back to your kidnappers. Who should you trust? You notice that the second man has bruises from the handcuffs on his arms, so you decide to believe him. 
You look at your sister and realize that she noticed it too. You nod, and each of you walks towards one of the other two, and unexpectedly for them, knock them out. The man gives you thumbs up and tells you to follow him. You're back in the labyrinth again, taking turns over and over. Does he really know where to go? How much time did he spend here? You even start worrying if you made the right choice, but then you bump into a massive metal door. To open it, you need to enter the password. But lucky you, there's a hint again. The note is saying 5th of March, 1st of October, 2nd of April, 4th of November. That's why the man was wandering around looking for someone. He couldn't crack the code. Can you? The 5th of March means the 5th letter of the word March, which is H. Similarly, the 1st letter of October is O, the 2nd of April is P, and the 4th of November is E. The password is HOPE. You type it and yes, it works! Great job! The lock clicks and you pull the heavy door open. You did it! You are outside once more. It's early morning, so you spent the whole night inside. But wait, can you hear it? Footsteps! They're after you, and you have to run to a safe place immediately. There are three ways. On the left, there's a dark forest. Straight, there's a city. And on the right, a lake. Which way will you choose? You should definitely run straight to the city, where there are people around. So, what are you waiting for? Run! That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.